You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of Ratchet Ramblings, presented to you by Flawless Noises Media Network, your favorite black reality TV shit talking podcast. I am one third of your trio, Jeremy. Um, I go by Black Dante on Twitter, go by Silky Johnson on Instagram, and all I have to say is please vote for Kamala Harris so we can send these niggas who suck in cucumbers to jail. And that's all I got. And I'm joined by the Kelly and the Beyonce of Destiny's Dragons. Kelly, come on. Uh, hello, my name is Candace. You may know me as London's mother. Uh, I'll beat the Care Bear up Jones, BBW Bane, <laughs> and some other things. Uh, but I don't have a lot more AKAs because I'm in a trash mood. So <laughs> I'm just ready to get into it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to introduce the the final piece, the the actual key that keeps everything turning, aka foot on you niggas next, aka my podcast better than yours, uh. also known as uh, I don't need to say this. <laughs> we fucking go. <laughs> I'll wait on it. <laughs> Or my favorite. You know what? I'm not saying that because my my friend need to start copywriting some of this sh- bullshit he be saying. But come on. <laughs> Honestly, true. Like, oh, my God. Right. What's up, y'all? Curtis the Menace in the building. Trillificent on all social media, a.k.a. Edible Rex. And we have a lot of stuff. We only have three shows, but we have some other stuff to get into. So... First, uh, let me do some announcements. We haven't had announcements in a while. I ain't talk about shit, but I'm going to talk about shit. So um, this will be the last episode that will be included in the next compilation episode. So whatever you hear, if I pull out any clips, this will be included in that. That will probably come out later this week, maybe on the 4th. We'll see how that shapes up. Um, So maybe I'll try to get it out on the 4th. You know, it'll be a happy, happy Nikki Pendence Day. Um, so, of course, we're going to do the poll again because I like to do it. But <clears throat> I want to put the compilation episode out first so that people can listen to that and vote accordingly. And let me just say the voting is for is strictly for the show. Like us being pieces of shit on Twitter, that that don't count. Keep and it I to think the show. in that one, that might be a poll. Oh, absolutely, because we don't. Uh, I don't do too too much on Twitter. Yeah, and and since when Twitter sat me down, I've not. <laughs> I've been on my best behavior. <laughs> okay, so. Cancelita Jones over there. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the show title. <laughs> okay, already. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll. I'll do that after the compilation episode comes out, and um. This is what episode 96. So obviously our 100th episode is just a few short weeks away. So we'll discuss the results of the poll on the 100th episode 
and we have a major announcement so stay tuned for that for number 100 uh, before we get into the usual ramblings we just were alerted today and confirmed that there is going to be a black ink crew compton it, they have a video on VH1 site. The show will premiere on July 30th. So we will be tuning in. We'll reserve judgment on whether or not we're going to cover it on the show because it is just kicking off. You know, we always do that because sometimes it's a hit like uh, Married to Medicine LA and sometimes it's a flop like Football Wives. Mm. Ooh. What was the real name of it? Baller Wives? Yeah, but we decided to call it Football Wives. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, you know, we, we always reserve that judgment, but it's a black ink spinoff. So it's got to be some kind of mess because, you know, how we know how big fish is. So, yeah, and we'll see. We've got a month for that to premiere. Um, What else? Oh, so Real Housewives of Potomac Day did not air an episode last week. However, I just wanted to breeze over this real quick because sometimes when these reality. um. I don't want to say stars. These people, when they have other stuff going on, we cover it. We talk about it. Like last week, we talked about Tierra Marie being an idiot. So Ashley and Michael oh, Darby. <laughs> Ashley and Michael Darby from Potomac are closing their restaurant in Virginia called Oz. And today, June 30th, is the last day hey, that is going to be open. Mm. Well, from what I could tell from a quote that she had a few years ago, so I didn't realize it until I read about this, but Michael is Australian. And so the restaurant is Australian fare. And what the fuck do they eat in Australia? Exactly. I was like, so dingo. <laughs> what do y'all eat? <laughs> like, Stingray served on, on on boomerangs? Like yeah, like, what is Australian fare? Because, and I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, I've never, ever, ever, ever heard anybody talk about <laughs> Australian food. Like, Australia, ever. Like, Australia is not like known for food. Australia. Yeah, like, you almost be like, do they even eat down there? <laughs> down right. under? Shit, they get eaten because they got all them crazy ass animals down there. Well, now, now that's the god honest truth. Okay, it's dangerous yeah, down there. They don't um, be eating shit. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard anybody say like, oh, you know what? I just love the Australian cuisine. I've yeah, never I'm heard not, that I'm shit. I have to Google famous Australian dishes because Australian food just showed me some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the restaurant called Oz is Australian fare, like I said. And Ashley's quote was something to the effect of them struggling to find a way to Americanize the dishes so that people here would want to eat that because uh, supposedly Australian food is similar to British food. So it's very meat and potatoes heavy and things of that nature. And, you know, here Americans, are, we trying to enter in this bougie ish phase with food where we want everything to be delightful and, and just uh, this cosmic experience. And it's not just a diner meat and potatoes type of thing anymore. So I get that, but I don't understand why y'all opened that shit in the first fucking place. Um, Cause again, who is just going to Australia and being like, man, that food was something else down there. Okay. Right. I just pulled up. 
I just pulled up the menu, right? Okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> we petty than a motherfucker, and we gonna get y'all to the shows. But I'm in a <laughs> petty mood. So this is what they serve. Caesar salads, Greek salads, roasted carrot salads, radicchio, Brussels sprouts. So they serve regular salads. I was about to say. Uh, pies, veggie pies, beef and bacon, sausage roll, lamb pie. So they serve quiche. Uh, main. This is on their main main dishes: chicken wings. Uh, in the flavors: barbecue, lemon pepper, and deep south black bacon, lettuce, tomato, and avocado mousse. Okay, I ain't hearing nothing Australian yet. Oh, here we go. Aussie tacos, uh, grilled chicken, chorizo, beef, or I don't know what an Aussie taco is. They don't even explain it. They just give you a choice. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Oz burger. So it's a hamburger with pineapple, beets, tomatoes, Swiss cheese. And maybe that's it. I don't know. And that sounds nasty. Is- <laughs> I was going to say. No none shade. Of, if you of, down under hearing my voice, no shade, but that food sound nasty. That yeah, burger it, sounded nasty anyway. The food sound down under 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 the fucking table. That combination of flavors and textures sound like it's gonna have your body down under. Right. But you know, we know y'all tough because listen, them kangaroos be buff and y'all still be living there. So okay. we know y'all tough. Y'all can handle it. Yeah. Y'all can handle it. So the quote that they had about it was, we are replacing one Aussie baby with a new Aussie baby Mm -hmm. as we prepare to welcome our little boy. Fuck them kids. And fuck that restaurant. D.N. Oh, I guess, well, well, y'all already did that, so. The end. Uh-huh. Okay, so Candace promised we was gonna get it to the show. <laughs> so come on, Michelle, and take us to Atlanta. Yes, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, episode 15, questions and answers. Now let me tell you something. I'm sorry, I have to <clears throat> let me do an ad lib real quick. Mm-hmm. This episode was so boo-boo. We <laughs> we struggled to remember what even happened. Now we're gonna drag because that's what we do. Yeah. Mona, Mona Scott Young. Bitch, you playing. You playing in my face, girl. Listen, girl. (laughs) Speaking of Mona, we we can start we can start right here. So and I have to shout out to Kid Fury and Crystal at the read because I didn't know this until they said it on their show. But before we get into this episode, apparently Love and Hip Hop Atlanta won the MT. MTZ reality TV royalty award at the awards this past weekend and had white folks all kinds of mad. Oh, yeah, because they won yeah. over them white shows. Yep. What was it like? Uh, Jersey Shore. Jersey the Shore still, still high. And what was the other one? The Bachelor, I believe. Bachelor. The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Different spinoffs, I think. Over what, well, if y'all eight? wasn't so racist, maybe somebody would. You know, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's silly. Yeah, I, w- I was watching that, and you should, if y'all, ooh, ooh, listen, listen they, the- they said love and hip hop Atlanta, and then white folks, one of the drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race was like, uh, doing a you know, introducing it the categories and the shows and like she was like she looked like she had boo-booed on herself. Yep. 
Like she Maybe. had the boo boo face. Like ooh ooh. Like mm -hmm. all because Love and Hip Hop Atlanta won, and then you know Scrappy and them get up there just as ghetto as ever. I love it. And uh, like oh, we won. Y'all ain't want us to win. That's cool, but we still won. Mm -hmm. I was like, mm, that's my type of carrying on. Yeah, listen, I mean, I mean, are we gonna drag? Cause Mona, this episode was boo boo, but. Anytime we can see white tears, I love it. And then Mona ass got shady on Instagram was like, the shore is salty. I was like, okay, Mona. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got that one. We too. see why she's behind the cameras. Yeah, yeah, because you yeah. don't need to be in front of them. No, you don't. Leave, leave, the, leave the shade to us. You don't need to do that, Mona. You need to cut us a check or something, girl. To be perfectly mm -hmm. goddamn honest. Let us host a let reunion you know, or something. Let us re-host the union, because whatever Nina and Simone Parker be doing, girl, we way more terrible than her, and we with the shits. Okay, we ain't going to be, ooh, ah, every time they about to fight, we going to be standing right there looking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Turning gonna, our gonna, heads <laughs> like a tennis match. We're going to have our throw hands and our drink shirts on. Correct. Mm -hmm. No us. I'm gonna be okay. dad's mine. We are we are capable. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> go ahead, Jeremy. Take us into this shit. Take us yeah. into nothing. Yeah. <laughs> take us into Monique's ditch. Or wherever Tierra Marie crashed, I guess. I don't know. That's enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's spicy. The nigga drink some Co 45. He get on here spicy. Listen, he must have got his shoes shine. You know, he feeling like a million bucks now. I got some new shin guards for my knees, so it's fine. But anyway, <clears throat> we begin this episode. George covered their knees up, so you should be okay. <laughs> God damn it, Candy. I'm like, how big are your knees that you need a shin guard? You, know, you can't get a knee guard? A shin guard for your knee? <laughs> Like those those Jordans <laughs> got padding, so I know you okay if you hit if you hit the ground. <laughs> he taking knee on the floor to a whole different height. <laughs> oh man, uh, I love us for real. But speaking of people, I but people I don't love. So this episode starts off with Pooh doing a, a beauty photo shoot. And Mona, this is the first for a few because girl, I know you fucking lying to me with. Opening the episode, playing in my goddamn face with Pooh, a bitch who looked like a fucking mannequin doing a fucking shoot for some fucking beauty. Bitch, Pooh should not be associated in anything, got anything to do with some motherfucking beauty. So that's the first fuck you, Mona, because you playing in my goddamn face, and I don't appreciate the shit. Mm. So that's number one. Why she was doing it. I was just like, what is she? She looked funny to me. Who is 87? Like, why is you sitting out here trying to prove to the world you sexy? Girl, you old. That nigga old. That weave old. That ass old. You ain't had it upgraded since you got it installed. Leave us alone. We sick of hearing about your sexual tryst with Carly. I'm sick of you thinking you fine. Leave us alone. Just please leave us the fuck alone. Mona, girl, fuck you for you bringing her on somebody call the FBI on you. You going to jail, bitch. Period. God, she is annoying. She is very annoying. Her nasty looking self. Right. And speaking of speaking of annoying, it's doubly annoying because then Mimi show up and Pooh goes on this whole spiel about how the girls are just hating on her because of what happened in Trinidad. Not taking any accountability for the bozo shit that she did, but put a pin in that. Um, <clears throat> and then she, Mimi shows up venting 
because Ty's back, <laughs> Ty's back from playing ball overseas, and Ty's not with the fuck shit. Ty got her foot on everybody goddamn that Mimi next, Steven next, the producer next. Ty's like, y'all, I don't came back, y'all got this bullshit, y'all just stop playing in my goddamn face. <laughs> She's mad that Steve, that Mimi and Stevie are on good air quotes terms, and she basically calling Mimi a fool because it's like. Cause Ty's whole thing is, girl, you know, you know this man better than I do. You know he always gonna be on some bullshit. So why are you playing nice and and you can co-parent without basically kissing his ass and shit? And I mean, I like Ty's energy because she's not she's not finna play with Mimi. She's not finna play with Mimi. She's not finna play with Steven. She's not finna play with anybody. She don't appreciate y'all playing in her face, and I can appreciate that. Um, come on, friend. So listen, welcome back, Ty. I don't like that hair, but that's besides the point. Mm. Um, protective styles, I guess, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While on paper, I fuck with the energy. It feels very performative to me. Fair enough. Like, you doing a whole lot to have just came on this show, and it's just real coincidental because Mimi ain't had shit to do since Stevie stopped being on the show, and you been gone, and now all of a sudden here you come back just doing a whole fucking lot. Now, granted, I I can't blame you too much because it's these, but mm-hmm. it just was real interesting to me for this to be the energy you on when you come back from being on another continent for however long you've been for however many months. Yeah, I can't hold also, you. Oh, also, girl, girl. Ty, grab your strap on like you got some common sense, girl. You did the most. It Mimi, listen, Stevie J is a piece of shit. And if you have not done anything else, I hope at some point you watch previous episodes of Love and Hip Hop so that you can see that he is the type of nigga who thrives off any type of attention. Yep. Mimi mm-hmm. had it absolutely right. I'm not finna go back and forth with this nigga. He barely kept his contract on the show after he married Faith. Why would you argue with somebody who is fighting legal shit right now because he owes a million dollars in child support? Mm. What? You just giving him more airtime. If you wasn't going back and forth with Stevie J on Instagram, you he probably wouldn't even been on that ep- them last two episodes. Because mm-hmm. we see we see the result of what we saw months ago in real time of why they went back and forth on on that uh post that she had with Ava, yeah. Eva, whatever they, girl name they is. They brought Stevie J back to argue with you. They didn't even bring Stevie J back to discuss that shooting incident with Mimi. Mm-hmm. So like. <laughs> You gave you got him a check that still Eva ain't gonna see no parts of because you was being weird and insecure. Girl, get it together. Mimi don't want nothing to do with Stevie J. He didn't embarrass he Mimi is what Rashida should be when it comes to being fed up with a man and leaving him alone. Mm-hmm. Mimi got so tired, she just said, you know what? I think I'll suck a clit. Yeah. Now, granted, to be fair, later in the episode, Stevie, in typical Stevie J fashion, proved Ty right by being himself. 
However, I don't disagree with y'all that she was doing the most. He would have had be- that opportunity if Mimi hadn't gone there in the first place. Which, mm-hmm. Mimi, which Mimi being Mimi, because you know she can't stay out of mess. Well, I don't know if I could keep putting up with this. If you like, here's my thing, Ty. And I know, I know. Sometimes Mona can get get a little slick. She almost gets in by you, but then not really. You can't say that Stevie J only see even when the cameras is rolling. But then also assert that he's always nitpicking at y'all. Mm. Y'all, you say he he don't contact y'all, y'all don't hear from him, he don't do shit. It's like, is it one or the other? I believe you when you say there's no contact unless the cameras are rolling. Um, so again, there was no reason to act like Stevie J was destroying y'all relationship. And I do agree with Mimi when she was like. Don't you let the reason to be a fuck with our our relationship? Mm-hmm. Like, girl, it's Steven. Girl, Ty, please. That nigga is an absentee father. I absolutely believe you when you say it because he was an absentee father to his other kids. You ain't see Stevie J other kids until they was on that goddamn uh spinoff show he had. Yeah, we've seen story. the meme footage. Yeah. Hell, and he got into it with one of his sons on there. So, girl, we know he a deadbeat. Do not feed into that. And do not task Mimi with reining in or wrangling a deadbeat man. Mm-hmm. That's not her job. She already got enough stress with them hard-ass titties, so don't add on to that. That and the little girl look just like Stevie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith and all. Oh. Mm-hmm. Too far? Okay, cool. All right. Moving on to the next no. scene. <laughs> Girl, get a grip. Get over it. That's not Mimi's job. And you trying to make it be or give her an ultimatum about your relationship. That's typical nigga shit. Don't be a typical nigga. Yeah, Thank giving somebody so ultim- an ultimatum is never cool. Never cool. Uh, speaking of stuff that's not cool, so next scene, Jock is holding interviews for stylists in the in the I forget the name of the salon. Is it salon echelon? I think that's it. Whatever. Salon um, can keep no stylists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> salon <laughs> echelon. Salon, <laughs> salon, I know you fucking lying. So Jock is holding interviews in a bar, and all the women that he interviewed dressed like they were trying to work at a bar and not a, at a salon, which, I mean, whatever. I mean, I it's it's love here, Papa Atlanta. I mean, I nice oh, yeah, that one chick like this. This how you dress when you go to work. I think that last one, the one that had on fishnet. Yeah. Every day. What salon have you worked in, bitch? Going in there and fishnets and shit, and other women is that you do their hair? Right. You you like, work at. You working at a salon and you dress like you're trying to rush on 285 to get to the, the the free before 12 party. Girl, I know you fucking lying to me. Um so, so do you work in the salon or do you work in the back of the salon? Let us hmm. know. What is true, That's sister? No shade. We yeah. just don't want you playing in our face. Correct. Correct. We just want the honesty. That's all. That's yeah. all we ask. Support uh, sex workers on this program. Okay. We don't support liars. Correct. And bozos. We don't support either of those categories. And a lot of times they, they coincidentally <laughs> link up. That was the one that Jock was like getting a hard on for. I was like, okay, I see why you have eight kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of speaking of a whole bunch of kids, uh, Kirk and Scrap show up, and <clears throat> Scrap ugly. Kirk, Scrap is very ugly. Scrap looked like <laughs> Scrap looked like he'd been working in a coal mine all his life, but that ain't none of my business. Um, he's Kirk, cold, right? Well, mm. speaking of coal, Kirk says in his confessions that Jock interviews girls that he wouldn't want to work at Frost, whatever the fuck him and Boshita got going on, and Kirk, shut the fuck up. I bet you would, uh, Kirk. We know what your type is. Mm-mm. And they weren't it. That part. <laughs> and also, ain't nobody coming to that shit anyway. Shut the fuck up, Kirk. Lumps of coal yeah. always nobody want well. And they'll Ooh. comp him some buffalo wings for him to eat in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> When he built like a buffalo wing, no, he hate to see nobody shit paying for nothing. Right, freeloading yeah. ass nigga. Well, yeah. Jock, Jock reveals in this conversation with Scrap and Kirk that he has yet to tell his baby mama mothers that he is getting married to Kendra, stupid ass. And Jock says that he has nothing but the utmost care and respect for the mothers of his children. And my immediate thought when he said that was, I would like to see it. Because we have bean footage, plenty of bean footage, young jockeys. Jocil! It's like two seasons ago, he was playing with one of the baby mamas. Mm-hmm. And she was like about to whip him with a belt or something crazy. About to be on some mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. The North don't even have to remember because the bean footage is there. But, you know, go off. Go well, you know, homicide go off. Go off. <laughs> it was Cedar, it's the one that, um, yeah, yeah, well, immediately that jumped out to me. I was like, okay, John Jock, so we just got mm, we got selective amnesia. Okay, cool, all right. Um, but whatever. And then Kirk invites Scrap and Jock to this love and light relationship, whatever the fuck they some of they got with. Shekinah, and that ends that scene. Then transition, Jock meets with um Cena and his ex-wife Alex, and they basically were like, "Boy, stop playing in our face. You don't really want to marry that girl, do you?" <laughs> Cena was like, "Weren't you just in the last five years with five different women, five or six different women at the same damn time? Are you trying to marry this girl? Okay." And I was like, "Well, I, I don't choose sides. I choose facts." Just two seasons ago, you were fucking around with Carly at the same time as you was fucking around with Kendra. So, well, mm, go off, Jock, I guess. I'm honestly tired of this. Like, find something else for Jock to do. Kendra, go yeah. back to work. Yeah. I I'm- said it. Didn't we say this when the season first started that we did not want a full Jock storyline? That mm-hmm. we just wanted to see him for comedic relief? And Mona, bitch, you pushed him on us as a storyline. And look where we at. Right, huh? Jocelyn, we need to talk. Like this, where we at, bitch? All because you wouldn't leave us alone and kept trying to force Jock on us full time. And especially when he was, he's good at just being comedic relief. He's good at that. He's not good at having a storyline because we don't care. And it's because of you, Mona, bitch, that we know that nigga's full name when we did not need to know that. Did not need to. I can't believe he sat up there and, and sat in his baby mama's faces and told them that he tatted that girl's name on his dick. 
Like, why did they need to know that? Why did anybody need to know that? Alex was like, if his dick looked like his nose, I am disgusted. Well. Mm. And then also, I have questions because jo- your news leaking, your dick is little, so how did you have this? Never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Never mind, never mind. Let's just move on to the next goddamn scene, because yeah. um <clears throat> Curtis. Mm-hmm. That's my name. Maybe Rhoda is like a Chinese symbol or something. Never mind, never mind. Let's just move on. Um, but yeah, next scene is what we talked about earlier. Ty giving me me an ultimatum about Stevie and doing the fucking most. Um <clears throat> Cause Ty was basically like, "Look, if you don't if you don't call Shredder to shred uh, Master Splinter, I will." And it was like, "Ty, <sighs> okay, that what whatever." I mean, personally, I I do appreciate somebody wanting to beat Stevie J the fuck up because he deserves. But at the same time, as my friends alluded to, it's like you were doing a lot. So good good luck, Mimi, I guess. But then she decided to get in the mess and be what she is, messy. So I I don't know, I don't know, whatever. So far, I guess that's all I got. Um, Carly went to meet with Boshita, and I didn't care about none of that. Um, <clears throat> so, Mona, you is so close to us taking Atlanta out the rotation to the reunion. Like, if it's if it's more than one to two episodes left, it might not be discussed. I, we might just pick it back up quickly with the reunion because this shit is so dry. And so stupid and unnecessary. Okay, bitch. It's yep. so you could have. I don't even know what you could do to save Atlanta because this shit disappointing. Mm-hmm. Especially coming off of last season because last season wasn't like lit, 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 but it was definitely more entertaining than whatever the fuck this shit is. But, was it? I don't remember it. I don't well. remember much except for again Kirk and Jasmine. Um. Tokyo and Spice or whatever, but child, what else happened in this dry ass shit? Speaking of dry ass shit, let's talk about dry ass parents. So, <clears throat> Outbar Dead BV <clears throat> is in the studio mm-hmm. recording Sounded the song. Terrible. Let me tell you something. She's <laughs> on that goddamn stool. Looking like an upside down ice cream cone. The 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 machine was working at McDonald's, but that's besides the point. Because I don't need to drag you about your way. You a pretty girl. I'm not gonna take that away from you, bitch. You cannot fucking rap. Let me tell that to you though. Okay. All jokes aside, whatever I've said about whatever you got rattling around in your brain, whatever kind of bozo ass shit you, whatever kind of deadbeat mommery that you are on, all of that notwithstanding, I am here to stand in truth. And transparency, you cannot fucking rap. That shit was awful. That song is terrible. And then you got the nerve to have a song about child support. What do you know about child support? What do you know? You have you have no childs. <laughs> Girl, if anything, you need to be paying child support to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> this I just cannot fucking believe that. Girl, you don't have no child. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm so glad that this is taking place before the polls open. <laughs> what do you know about child support? You don't have no child. And you don't have no child. Child is. Girl, if you don't I'm, stop playing on this motherfucking show, what did you do? I'm born no child. Mm. child. <laughs> have you ever collected I, it? Akbar visitations. <laughs> Imagine a weekend mom talking about child support. Girl, oh, hush. Mom. Hush. <laughs> Say less, okay? Like, God, I wish you would just go. I wish Lane Bryant would let you be a model full-time. That's oh what you my need. God. Okay. I'm screaming. Akbar V and the V stand for visitation on the weekends. <laughs> Only on the weekends. She got the scissor remix going. Mm. Okay. Mm. But, whew, but, wow. but I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know where you were going with that. I just... No, mm. I, I, I was going to lob it up for you. <laughs> you just went ahead on. I was going to lob it up for you. But... All I can just imagine, I, every time I think about it, at that scene beginning with that terrible fucking rapping, That's I had terrible. a song called Child Support. Why? Why are you doing this, Sharon? Why? Because apparently it's a, a Sierra done lit, up, a lit a fire under her because she mad that Sierra went below the belt bringing up her kids. And Deadbeat's always mad when you bring up the kids that they don't take, take care of. But always. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Crossing gender lines, I like it. <laughs> I mean, hey, I love to see it. I, listen, I love, I love her misery. I, her I her. Get off my screen! Why are you here? <laughs> and take care of your fucking kids. You goddamn dead people. Find where they are. Leave them kids alone. Not do shit. Them kids leave them where they are, sis. Help. Okay. Yes, please. Feel that way, then talk to Candy. Candy want more kids for whatever reason. Get Candy to adopt them, but you need to leave them kids where they are. Mm. You need to go fill out some applications. You need to go to work. Leave that booth alone. Leave that studio alone. Leave music alone. It is not for you, beloved. I can't wait to listen back to this episode for this rant. I need to be the headliner. This rant. This is the headliner. This what we pushing. On this, what we this it to so the next episode. This is what we doing because why is you talking about child support? You ain't got no child. <laughs> leave those kids alone before I call CPS on you. Leave them kids alone. Like I like like I've not listen, the Medea jumped out. <laughs> leave them kids alone, child. If I call the cops on you, leave them kids, leave them children where they at. Okay. But you stop rapping. Stop. Bitch, <laughs> you stop. Okay, bitch, you listen, you are bringing tears to my eyes with that, with how you rap, bitch, because I was so sad when I went to Apple Music, right? Bitch, I opened up my music app for you. Music. And I, my music app, bitch, and I searched your name. 
after getting it wrong three times, bitch, because I'm not sure how you spell Akbar. <laughs> and I typed and I and you finally came up, bitch. And you know what I did? I said, boop, play. Okay. Bitch, imagine my surprise, my dismay, my You're disappointment, insane. my disgust. Bitch, when I heard you get on there sounding like a heavy D version of Rashida. Mm. You is not, mm. <laughs> nor will you ever be the queen of a motherfucking thing related to rap in or around Atlanta, Georgia. Mm. You rap like somebody is tickling your belly button, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And I've never wanted to hear anything less in my life than you coming on with that shrapnel in your motherfucking head. Mm. Sounding the way that you sound, little tink tink. All right. See, my co-host Petty, because I wasn't going to drag you by being shot or whatever happened to you. (laughs) I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, big tink tink, because I, well, never mind, never mind, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, since we were right now, I mean, <laughs> but also this begs the question because now listen, I know that Sierra is still a bozo for ruining that meeting, but I also have to point the finger at Hiram because if you heard that boo boo ass song she before did and decided to give her a studio time, you need your fucking face slap. Well, you need your face slap for being married to Pooh. But she also needs your face slap for this, because I know you fucking lying to me, Hiram. We need to I check your record. I believe Mona paid for that studio time. Probably. Which also she needs her face slap because bitch. <laughs> she my motherfucking slap. She, I'm glad she did this because otherwise Akbar ain't got shit else to do. Um, and I do I'll, feel good about dragging her, so that's something that I enjoy. So I'm not totally mad at Mona in this regard. Speaking of the dragon, <clears throat> the dragon of um, Dead BV, let's just keep on rolling like a neck. Um, so Pooh shows up, <laughs> Pooh shows up looking like Pooh, introduces herself to. Akbar V and <clears throat> don't sit that big ass diaper booty on somebody's studio equipment. Somebody should have kicked you right in the crack of your ass, Pooh. They foot would have got stuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> and in typical Pooh fashion, <laughs> in typical Pooh fashion, she tells Akbar V half of the story of what went on in Trinidad. Saying that the girls hate her because they not her and that they bullying her and this, that, and the third. And of course, all Bar V stupid ass with no discernment and half a goddamn brain decided that she wanted to insert herself in the mess because she don't like people who pick on people. She don't like bullies. And I'm just like, so you don't like yourself. Okay, cool. All right. But you know, so you're just gonna drag yourself. But I mean, it's plenty of you to drag and plenty to drag you about. So whatever. And so she decides that she wants to pull up on Shekinah. Because Shekinah is hosting the event with Rashida and Kirk. And first of all, Rashida and Kirk look like they ain't they ain't give a fuck about none of that shit. They were just sort of like, yeah, okay. Because they don't have nothing, they don't have anything poignant to offer anybody in terms of relationships. 
even if y'all did somehow squeeze some life lesson life lessons out of all the bullshit that Kirk has put y'all through, y'all are too fucking stupid to actualize it. So get out of our faces. Get out them people's faces. Correct. You know you paid them extras to be there. Correct. Because imagine go, imagine saying that you go into a relationship seminar knowing that Kirk and Rashida gonna be there. I know you fucking lying. About I would go. Like if you come and be like, we'll give you $25 and a coupon for a free large pizza. All right, I'll sit there. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, friend. Fair enough. So speaking of oh, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> So Scrap goes and he invited Sierra there, but Sierra didn't show up and he and his feelings about that and Scrap is also very ugly. And so Arbar V decided to bring her big ass there with this goddamn Judge Toller haircut. I ain't gonna lie though, I'm si- I'm dying because the only thing on my mind is Destiny's No Child. Oh my god, bitch! First of all, why you had all them swoops on that wig? What was just showing up? Bitch, you need to stop calling him your baby daddy, bitch. That's the custodial parent. (laughs) 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 That's more than the baby daddy. You is the baby mama. That is the custodial parent. That is the single father. Yeah. And let me say, I like you how she... the deadbeat baby mama. <laughs> and let me say, I like how she kind of handled herself. She was like, I'm not finna argue with you. I'm not no. finna go back with you. This is Shekinah's like, I'm not about to lose everything that I got arguing with you. I was like, okay. Listen, the security rushing to Shekinah. Especially show. over, especially over a nigga. This, this why, this why the Akbar V's of the world can't win because you be acting like you a boss bitch, but you not. You still just a bitch tr- thinking you saying and doing what a man wants. You've gone argue with that woman over a child's father over and a child that you don't have custody of. And she kind of paid you dust because that's what you are. A dusty, dirt ball, dirt bag, deadbeat ass mama. Well, that is you. Mm. You put all that energy in trying to blow that woman's spot up about a nigga that she seemed to not even remember. She's sitting like Shekinah's facial expressions is why even though she looked the way she do, she will uh, she will get some roses for me because she literally was giving us Trump facial expressions. Like, mm-hmm. what are you even talking about, bitch? She turned mm-hmm. into that blinking white man, Jeff. She was like, "What is this, girl? What you talking about?" So I definitely, I like I how she. I really enjoy seeing her pay you dust. I definitely, and you making a fool out of Charles yourself over a nigga that neither one of y'all seems to be fucking anymore. Right, and inserting but, yourself in some mess. At least, whatever happened, at least Shakana had enough sense to use condoms. Mm. <laughs> mm. You bitch, on the other hand, at never least- mind. Alicia kind of got a full brain. Full brain for a full mouth full of metal. Yeah, well. Well, she can't win at everything. But that was this episode and the preview for next episode. So let me say something real quick about the preview. 
So in the preview, Shekinah is meeting with the girls, and she is telling them what happened, and she says that Artball V, instead of trying to beef with me, she need to see about them kids that she, that she ain't got custody of. And Spice, <clears throat> and Spice flips on Shekinah, saying that, you shouldn't bring up the kids because you don't know what it's like to be a mother and that was wrong and da 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 And I'm just like... A deadbeat mom dog gonna holler. You beat me. Listen, listen. I'm just like, so this is just gonna be a theme of Shekinah, of all the deadbeat mamas having beef with Shekinah for saying that they don't take care of their kids because Spice, you abandoned your whole ass children for a career in Atlanta in America that ain't gonna pop, beloved. Like, you got bigger fish to fry. Did you just say blood? Probably slip of the tongue, but I mean, if it's whatever, <laughs> it was perfect timing, yeah, and I you. appreciated it, so that's why I took a moment to give you your rose. Well, but, you. bitch, you do everything but see about them fucking kids, especially Spice. You gave one of them damn kids a name that's found like Harry Potter spells. You got bigger fish to fry, beloved. Spice, your music stink too, bitch, and so do you. Weed. I did my. Well, yeah, did my homework because I like to judge y'all lack of talent fairly. <laughs> I love how you frame that. <laughs> <laughs> so when y'all talk about being artists and shit, I go listen to your little songs and Spice. You are the queen of nobody's dance hall. Queen of dead You are the queen of. Bleach, Miss mm. Black Hypocrisy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like Bellatrix, bitch. Fuck you. I'm like I'm not here. For, like I'm not here for spicy. Don't talk about other people, girl. Fuck them kids. You yep. you bring you wobble your big ass poorly attached wig having ass into my fake seminar that I was hosting. To try to talk shit. Yeah, bitches, fuck you and fuck them kids. Because you should have been home FaceTiming the motherfucking kids or going to a parent-teacher conference. Pop up on your motherfucking kids. Since you claim life in the hood was so terrible for you. Bullet brain. <laughs> you said fuck them kids, but I can't say fuck them kids. I know you fucking lying. Listen. I, if, when you make it known that you gunning for me, I'm always going to gun for you. And that's just that's just what it is. She brought her, like Curtis said, pretty than a motherfucker. You brought your pretty ass up there looking like a donut hole and <laughs> started shit with that woman over a nigga that she don't even seem to give a fuck about. Matter of fact, she kind of like, I ain't know what, what the bitch started with me for. I ain't know we even had a problem. Like, bitch, sit that, down. That's the part so that if, she, if she talk about them kids, that somebody need to talk about them, because you ain't, bitch. Mm. You doing everything but seeing about your kids. Making bad music, wearing bad wigs, creating bad beefs, calling yourself the queen of Atlanta, but you can't... Motherfuckers don't even know you for real. What they know you for is being a deadbeat mama, so I, you got bigger priorities. Mm. But I just had to bring it up in the preview because it's like Spice, uh, you got 
got bigger. You ain't you ain't even fuck with Art Barbie. You just about to beat the bitch up two episodes ago, and now you caper for her because she kind of talked about her kids that she don't see, girl. Nice. Mm. But anyway, that was Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. So let's move on. Uh, let's take a break. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, y'all, we are back. And it is the second verse. So, Kelly, take it away. Holy shit. <laughs> hey, <laughs> take y'all motherfuckers nowhere. Okay. Black Ink Chicago. Y'all know I do a terrible job at names and episodes. <laughs> Episode 14 <laughs> from Shyammy to Skyammy. Mm. <laughs> okay, listen. We need to call the FBI on Sky. (laughs) (laughs) And I just really do. (sighs) Sky. Sky, Mm -hmm. I would like to know who you came to Chicago to fuck. Because I know that's why you're there. Yeah. I would also like to know. Who in 9 Mag are you fucking? And I would also like to know what the hell is you? I don't care about that. Everything is wrong with you. We know that. You bring your goofy ass into the club talking shit. They roll back the the beautiful bean footage on how much shit you keep up. You keep up. What are you doing? Put that energy into that failing ass boutique you got down there in Miami selling all that AliExpress ass shit. What Mm. is wrong with you? Mm. In Miami with a press 1.2. This was for a special surprise. Which can we talk about how four need his face slap playing in everybody's goddamn face? Four. Four. <clears throat> you have a dick that hangs down to your ankles. Why are you ruining our lives with your music? Mm. Get you could just get an OnlyFans, beloved. There is an OnlyFans waiting for you with your name on it, where you can show us all of your undercarriage. You have two subscribers up front. No shame. Mm. What you do not have are two listeners of your music. (laughs) Three. Yeah, because I that I've is never, the issue, beloved. I've never listened to full music, and I don't I'm I'm saying you don't have at least two. You damn sure don't have three. Mm. Not on this here program. No, 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 no
No. None for we don't, me. We don't do that. We don't need to do that. No, we don't. We love ourselves too much to do that. Boy, you don't love yourself because you <laughs> you refuse to not be a goddamn bozo. <laughs> I think my thing with, with whenever I hear for in the booth and even his performances to a degree, it there's no passion that comes across. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna tell you how you feel about what you're trying to do. Okay, that's not. What you I'm showing more passion in angling the camera so we could see underneath your balls and into <laughs> your asshole <laughs> than you did in your music. So please, for the love of everything that is Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> that is tainted. Leave us alone with that music shit. Ain't nobody listening to that bullshit. Yeah, that's what it is, bullshit. Every time for rap, he always sounds like somebody just shot his puppy. Like, goddamn shit. Mm. <laughs> Leave us and yourself alone, because this is not for you. Mm. And tattoo it ain't for you either. Just do listen, get your only like Curtis said, get your only fans. Call it listen. Only you can I be do, I don't I even do. mind you doing the tattoos. You can be a tattooing only fan, okay? I'm here for it. The music, no. I will spend the $9.99 to look at different angles of your runway. What I will not do is go to a bootleg website and listen to your music for free. Come on, rip the four. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Lime Wire. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Nap- Napster. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Goot Share. Come on. Do we hate the C4 being such a bozo or we don't care? Currently don't care. Okay. Fair or at least some more news and maybe I'll reconsider. Fair enough. Fair enough. Give us a Snapchat video like Don. Mm-hmm. And Don, get a new wife. I still got Don's video. Should y'all ever need it. Oh, I do. <laughs> I got you. Boop, boop, That shit was indeed lit. These niggas went golfing. <laughs> and, and none of them. <laughs> right. And a white person told them to get off my lawn. Bro. With goddamn golf carts. These niggas run. <laughs> you dog driving the ass niggas. <laughs> that white man was like, get off my lawn, bro. I was like, oh my lord, Jesus. Y'all don't let a white man tell y'all get off y'all lawn. And then said, bro, goddamn. Where, where's blacks rule when you need them? Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then can't none of these niggas golf Ryan, the only one that hit the goddamn ball. <laughs> First of all, why is Lily in Miami wearing a gray trash bag over a neon shirt? I mean, the trash bag fits up. Why is why is she built like a jar of adobo? 
Girl, fuck you. You finna get dragged. Don't even worry. <laughs> um, and Van is also in Miami wearing winter clothes. Is everything okay at home? He had that shit buttoned all the way up. <laughs> he had on an army fatigue winter coat standing on the balcony. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm-mm. I know Van just smell like when somebody leaves some McDonald's in the car for too long. How much experience do you have with leaving food in the car? That's your favorite go-to. Not much, but it just sounds funny, so I see it. Mm-hmm. Let me find out art imitating life. <laughs> <laughs> friend, I'm too fat to leave food in the car. I use that shit. You know what? That's fair. Okay. Well, points are made on both sides. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Come on, civil discourse. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no, that ratchet ramblings. <laughs> boop, boop, be doop. <laughs> I just know that was going to come back. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even realize I was doing it either. <laughs> that's funny. <clears throat> Hey, nah. <laughs> so Ryan and Rachel are talking. First of all, I if I had the money, I would try to find my way to the black internet and try to get my hands on y'all's sex tape. I would mm. like to see you. Y'all are just that attractive. That I know y'all even look good slapping skins. I imagine Ryan and Rachel be having Russell Wilson and Sierra type shit. Oh, yeah, y'all too. But mm, yeah, Rachel don't have no fucks to give. She is <laughs> not the dipla- she is not the diplomatic one in that situation. She told Ryan, "Stop explaining your fucking self. You the boss." Period. Ain't no more explanations. And Ryan's like, "We about to go golfing." She like, "Well, y'all have fun." I'm about to. She like, "I'm about to lay out and tan." Rachel don't want nothing to do with the old parts of Nine Mag. They showed their true colors, and that's what she's sticking with. And that's that's why I like Rachel. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's like, I once I don't fuck with a motherfucker, I don't fuck with them forever. Yeah. Yes. Can't blame her. Yeah. At all. What are thick self? Yes. Speaking of, they finally make their way to the club where Sky fuck everything up. <laughs> Before the ta- the Tasmanian devil show up, girl. <laughs> the Tasmanian devil with a with a mommy makeover, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all snatched in. You still loud and grow disgusting and obnoxious as a motherfucker with the way you act. But uh, Rachel says, I don't give a fuck if me and Ryan are together or not. I'm always have his back and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what? They still fucking. Yep. 
It'll probably ain't never stop. They still fucking. She just don't want to admit on national TV she forgave him and they back together. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I that? fuck with the energy. So, yeah. so I'm, I mean, I'm here for it. Sometimes you got to figure out how to get the bag and still keep your private life private. And it's a pretty good way to do it. Yeah. Use the previous scandal to say this, you're not over the shit, but she still end up on the shows, on the episodes with them, and they both getting a check. Yep. Can't knock the hustle. Huh? Huh? Uh, but she at the club, but Sky, uh, what's the guy's name? Who Jet. she threw the jet? Jet don't bother nobody. All he do is good tattoos and give motherfuckers the real. That's not his damn business. And he, to be honest, you know when a motherfucker got control over who they are and their masculinity and all this other stuff because he didn't even flinch at Scott. He just moved out the way. He ain't even jumped. He was just like, this bitch crazy. I'm not about to let her fuck up what I got going. Mm-hmm. Let me and go on about my business. And was confused as to why she had such an issue with him. He was just like, what is wrong with this bitch? Which, mm-hmm. which we all want to know what is wrong with this I bitch. I mean, but it's Sky 101. Yeah. Like, every time Sky go out of town, she beef with a light-skinned nigga. <laughs> For no reason. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen it's- it, Sky. Give us something new. Is that all you got? Is that all you can do? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she don't have no other discernible skills but fucking and being loud, so. Well, let us see the fucking bitch. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Because as much as she is a bozo, I cannot take away that she got good work done. Mm-hmm. Just keep it because your natural yeah. hair is not it. No. Oh. You look like a four-star. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she took care of it, but clearly she'd be like, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. Girl. Oh, oh, <laughs> Uh, Lily Mm. and Charmaine Mm. ladies y'all made up for all of 30 minutes (laughs) 30 seconds and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Turn right back around. Lily, let me tell you something, bitch. If you don't like the repercussions for being a racist, stop saying racist shit. Period. And won't nobody have to call you out for being a a racist. Because you are more upset that black people that you work around don't want you saying nigga in times of angst that you have kept up this much shit for this long, you fucking flat back chupa chalupa fupa built ass bitch. You built like an elbow. Girl, and always the fucking victim. So, hey, Sherman, uh, Van and them had it right when they imitated you. Uh, hey, so and so, are you done being mad that I can't call you a nigga when I'm mad? Well, anyways, I just want to put this behind us. I just want to, bitch, please, girl. 
We do not give a fuck <laughs> at all. <laughs> Those you are around the right group of niggas, bitch, because you would have been fired. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. have no showtime, bitch. You have been going so hard because motherfuckers don't want you saying nigga. Mm-hmm. Okay, you told her Tia back, bitch. What's yeah. wrong with you? We have to be honest. All them niggas in that shop, including Ryan and and Stanley, the big fish. Real. All of them, they all of them pussy. Real. Nope. None. Neek got a hairline like a potato sack, but when it came <laughs> to delivering energy to your racist ass. He had time and he had all of it, bitch. He came in like, girl, you and Charmaine ain't going to never be cool. So get from around here. Because Lily, Lily, you went out your way to go start shit with Neek and Charmaine. You were on the opposite side of the hole in the wall club Mm -hmm. saying that you could be petty and start shit, but you need to be on your best behavior. And you still... Got your measles built ass up and went over there to start shit with them people. Why? Huh? The races jumped out. Again. You that upset that Neek, a black man. Black, real black. Look at it. Look at how he look. He is definitely okay. a nigga. Is upset and don't want to fuck with you. Because you saying nigga. And put your hands on his girlfriend after she had all that good ass plastic surgery done. Mm-hmm. 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 And you willing to go over there and fight with them over this. And again, I have to reiterate Jeremy's point. Y'all are all pussy, but I'm going to put this at Ryan's feet too because you are the dumbass who put your shit on the line for this idiot. Mm-hmm. You gave her a job. When none of the people in the new shop where you supposed to be protecting the energy fucked with her because they see a they know a bitch ass piece of shit when they see one. Yep. But you decided to get a bitch a job anyway, only for her to immediately go over there and taunt the other people in the old shop. She can't even go pick up her equipment without being a piece of shit. Fast forward to this motherfucking trip. She outfit on, bitch. You ain't low. Just for to fast forward to this episode for this bitch to turn around talking about, oh, it's too many rules in the new shop. I want to go back to the old shop. After you did all that crying and belly aching, you put a whole motherfucking presentation together, done brought your abuela and every other motherfucker that you related to to the motherfucking shit. You did all of that performing, talking about I don't want to go work it back in the, in the shop where they think I'm racist. Talking about I don't want to follow rules. I'd rather be in the shop where people think I'm racist. Huh? Make it make sense. Dressed in all that fashion chalupa. <laughs> fashion chalupa. <laughs> like I really want, I really want to get down to the get down and help me understand what the fuck is the end goal with you. Fashion Taylor. <laughs> you are a messy, mousy piece of shit trash bitch and nothing good is ever gonna come to you bitch you didn't listen it was dick down there trying to get to you and you was too busy trying to argue with me come on bitch Mm. man's blushing 
He got some coint. And all you could do is embarrass your fucking self in front of a nigga with money. And, and lousy wow. bitch. <laughs> Damn, how stupid can you be? Lousy bitch, you girl. Leave us you, alone. You like, in, a, in, a, in a instance where finally you being easy would have benefited you, you <laughs> fuck it up. Help me understand. I would mm. like some understanding. Gordita, please tell me. Mm. The bag and the dick was right there. You couldn't keep your eyes on the sparrow. And a double fumble. <laughs> like I just I failed to understand Lily. And, and I this was have nothing for you. And this and was the lucky that Charmaine can't fight. Yeah. Because anybody else would have beat the brakes off of your ass in that motherfucking club. For real. Yeah, and it's what you absolutely fucking deserve. <laughs> <Nigga>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And again, Ryan, this is the motherfucker that you went out on the limb for. I just do not understand. And for you, Mr. Henry, that's the part that I don't respect. That you again, like I said, you played yourself. But if you had been what you needed to be, stand up like a boss, and told her flat out to her motherfucking face. That word is not for you to say. You cannot be around here even thinking it's okay for you to say that. End yeah. of story. End if of you had stood up and put your foot down, we wouldn't be here now. But for whatever reason, that's the one issue you don't want to address. You talk about every fucking thing else that has gone on in that shop that them people have done to you. And with good reason. I'm not even faulting you for that. My issue is why is Lily saying nigga not on the top? It should be in that pile. Whenever mm-hmm. you get to blowing up about the bullshit going on in the shops. And and it's a fuck you as fine as you are, as many as many of my orifice that you as, as you could have. It's still going to be a fuck you. Because you were too chicken shit to do this the way that it needed to be done. Only for her to turn around and play your ass and go back to the old shop. Yep. Why are you pussy when it comes to Lily saying nigga? Mm-hmm. And you doing it on purpose because you purposely did not tell the new shop full of niggas that she was saying nigga in the old shop. And that's why she was on suspension in the first fucking place. Mm-hmm. So it's an extra fuck you for doing the shit on purpose. Right. Why are you standing up defending this girl? Ain't no You're not even here. helping her learn no lesson. She don't give a fuck. Her response was to spend the money or do whatever she needed to do to put a thing together so she could make the nigga see Mexican culture. She don't give a fuck. Lily girl, fuck you. Forever. And that's that on that, bitch. Charmaine and Neek. Neek's energy was refreshing because he was not having nobody fucking with Charmaine. Nobody thinking a little weak ass, half-hearted ass apology was going to win her back over. He was with all the shits. Yeah. I told her about the shop. Yeah. Which she needed to do for a long time. But I just, the the fact that it took, I mean, now granted, he should have had that energy because that's his woman. But the fact that Neek was the only motherfucker that had that energy when these other niggas in this goddamn shop, they y'all supposed to be close to Charmaine, let y'all tell it. But yet y'all let a racist bitch essentially bully her 
essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the fact that y'all were so pussy that y'all couldn't like even if if not again it falls at the feet of Ryan, but you got four there, you got Van there, you got Don there. None of you grown ass, big ass, age ass niggas can put your motherfucking foot down and be like, Lily, you got to get the fuck out because you can't be around here saying nigga and you for goddamn sure can't be putting your hands on a black employee that is uncomfortable with you, you Mexican ass bitch saying the word nigga. And mm-hmm. the fact that it took Neek. Which again, he should because that's his wound. But the fact that Nick was the only black man on that fucking show to stand up and be like, no, bitch, the rest of y'all niggas pussy. I'm sorry. Well, actually, I'm not sorry. Y'all pussy, and that's just that on that because it's just not. Oh, go ahead, Kurt. Well, it's not only that, it's didn't they show a scene of them basically like, yeah, it's, it's cool. Lily can come back to the shop. Like Van was like, oh, we just need to respect everybody. Da, 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 da. Y'all yeah. willing to put the shit aside. She hasn't apologized. She ain't learned no lessons. She's still arguing with motherfuckers about the shit. Yep. And the thing that y'all think is right is to have her come back in the shop. Like, if y'all didn't fuck with Charmaine like that, y'all could have told her way long ago, won't need that celebrity concierge shit, bitch. We'll Facts. see you. We'll, we'll, in, we'll invite you to the parties. We still fuck with you, but you don't have no place in this shop. Facts. And honestly, it's it would have been for your benefit mm-hmm. because that shop has been holding you back. Didn't, we say, didn't I say this last week? Yeah. yeah, and so many more weeks before that she has a knack for the radio stuff and she needs to stick to that and turn that into something big for her. Get off that nine-mag shit. You got what you needed from it. It's okay to let it go now. Yep. You got what you needed from nine-mag. You, you make a come up. You bring Danielle, your stylist, with you, and y'all go from there, but y'all not wanted that nine-mag and y'all haven't been for a long time. Van was just a pussy. And he allowed you to push him around, but everybody and their mama know that you just want to run it. You want to run the shop, and you can't. They don't want you there like that. They don't give a fuck about what you got to offer, celebrity wise, radio wise, whatever. Going on about yours. Get your nigga a better barber. Mm. Help him grow that hairline out, cause that shit is trash. Woo! Mm-hmm. You out of here with the rusty spoon up? No, no, no. We're not here for that. Bye-bye. It was nice seeing you, Charmaine. Best of wishes, baby. Get them pounds back off. You had some good work. Keep it good. Mm. You're looking a little puffy in the face Mm. with your musty ass. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Just think ass breath. Charmaine Atosis. Charmaine Atosis. Atosis. Yep. Mm. That all that happened on Chicago? Yes. Uh, The previews next week for next week's show that Nine Mag and Van Johnson are being sued by uh, the plaintiff who says that the tattoo got, the tattoo Van did got infected or some shit like that. So she's suing for pain and suffering and medical bills and all that kind of shit. So I'm looking forward to seeing Van being humbled. Cause I know that tattoo is probably trash. Cause I remember when he did that creative tattoo and it was super duper trash. Mm-hmm. I was mm. like, Ooh, bitch. Mm-mm. Mm. 
Mm. Ooh, Van looked like a kidney stone. Ooh, look like he's trying to pass through you. Van mm. tattoos is as trash as his parents in school. Oh, oh, mm. God, he looked like a testicle. Mm. Uh, but I think that was it for Black Ink Chicago. They've been giving us some drama. I want to see some bigger drama. And yeah. it's only probably about, if this was like episode 14, it's probably like eight episodes left maybe. Or less. It, or they less. could be going to, or less because of uh, Compton. Compton coming. So there probably won't be any overlap. So we'll probably get a season finale on the, uh, if that's the 30th, minus 7, the 23rd. Mm-hmm. So I think we're coming to a close. So I'm in, I'm intrigued about what else is going on when is Cobra showing up and blah say blah. So yep. <sighs> All right. Well, let's zip on over to LA and talk about basketball wives. Season eight, episode two. Um, I guess they're not naming the episodes, but now that I think about it, I don't know if that's something that they've done in the past. So whatever. Um, Jackie. Mm. Ooh, them feet. Those feet. Mm. Those feet. get out of my swamp feet. Mm. Mm. Feet. Like, girl, you got neck rings and dead feet. It's too much. Mm. It's a lot going on. Bitch, you gotta much. be walking on your shins. Mm. You can't be walking them feet. Mm. <laughs> How you and Doug got the same feet? You must got that. You must got that super snapper, cause baby, them feet look like they stink. <laughs> <laughs> she gotta have the snapper, cause she don't get here. So good looking, buddy. God. Mm. So let's feet was ugly. Yes, they they definitely were. Um. So the CC and Kristen situation is. <laughs> Uh, I'm. I don't understand why the black women in this family have been sitting back waiting for CC to to fix these relationships with Byron. But basically, in the in the early part of the episode, you know, they make plans to talk, and uh, Kristen says that. Byron's son, I mean Byron's uh daughter, uh what's her name? London. London with the E. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to talk to CC and you know, Malaysia's still trying to play peacekeeper and Kumbaya, let's get it together. We are family. All of that good stuff. So we'll get to that. Storyline, you pretty beautiful, thick, boring bitch. Yep. Well, absolutely ah uh, let's see what else what else what else jen girl eric williams get your uh dental insurance and the divorce or something baby you is like 52 with a tooth missing my love what's mm. up mm. what's up hun you got everything to say with that tooth whistling on the side. <laughs> maybe Girl. she don't. Maybe she don't get it fixed because it's like a when she sucked dick. It's like a pressure release system. 
Because if you imagine, you know, she's sucked dick with that long snout. <laughs> and that tooth is there. It's all cl- mm. She's going to be pressure cooking dick. Mm. Mm. Got to let the steam out. Points are made. Points are made. Continue, friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, no shade, Jen, but I don't know what your mama passed in three years ago has to do with all of the shit that you've been kicking up in the past year. I hate that shit. Like, like, don't, don't put that like, like Evelyn said, don't put that on that lady. She be turning in her grave, girl. You just lying a lie. Just admit you trying to keep up mess so you can have a storyline. And that's that on that. We could go from there, bitch. Ain't nobody mad at you getting it how you live. Nope. Lord knows now that you can't drag old childbearing hips nigga from Sweetie Pies uh, to the cleaners. You got to get back at it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, goofy. Just so fucking goofy. Yeah. All she know how to do is keep up mess and get restraining orders put on her. Mm. Yep. That bitch probably be opening bottles with that missing tooth. Mm, she she on her own personal can opener. Mm. Mm, well, <laughs> I guess we can put that in the skill set column. It's sparse, but that's something. Uh, OG is retiring from football. OG She's... should retire from TV, bitch. You got a face. <laughs> only, you got a face only radio could love. Mm. <laughs> If you want to retire, bitch, retire from basketball wives, bitch. Mm. Mm. Start mm. doing voiceovers or something. Yeah. Mm. She's ready for marriage and babies. So with that nigga that only like her part-time. Is that the generation of ugly motherfuckers? Well, I mean, who knows? Every you know, ugly people make pretty babies sometimes. Mm. I almost said something so shady. Ooh. You ain't got me. You ain't quite got me, vape. You ain't quite got me. You almost had me, bitch. You almost motherfucking had me. <laughs> Not today, bitch. You got to be passing. <laughs> Saved by the brain cells. <laughs> On my own. <laughs> oh, man. I love those for <laughs> Now I'm screaming. <laughs> oh man. Um. So it was nice. Well, I'm gonna say nice. It's interesting to see Jackie and Evelyn be able to sit and have full-blown conversations being cordial with each other but jackie is telling evelyn and um shawnee about jen and about the crystal party that she's gonna throw okay fine whatever you know jackie is gophering between the ladies trying to fix relationships and everything because honestly she don't really have much of a storyline either okay i'm not gonna hold you it's only the the second episode and you a, a whole and complete bozo you got plenty of time to be on some fuck shit. And I'm expecting it. Uh, yeah. Let's see. So Kristen, uh, London, and Malaysia are... I don't know who house they was at. Was that Kristen and uh, Thomas's house that they were at? I think so, yeah. 
Okay. I don't know why I hollered when they covered the uh the bottle, the name of the fucking bottle. Like, girl, we know Tito's when we fucking see it. <laughs> Y'all ain't fooling no damn body. Big ass bottle of Tito's. We know. We know. So <clears throat> let's let's dig into this uh CC Kristen Byron thing a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Let's start here. We saw in the last episode, Byron say out of his own mouth that he is not fucking with Kristen. Correct. CC with Byron standing there says she don't have no problem with Kristen either way. Byron reiterates that his issue, he's the one with the issue and it's with Kristen. Mm-hmm. We saw that in, in, well, in real time. And Kristen, not Kristen, sorry, uh, CC told Evelyn or told who it, no, who she OG. first told? OG. OG. She told OG at first. She should not have told that she, when they got to talking, she apologized for that. I didn't fault her for that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of true. Because if Byron hasn't even told his own son yet, you damn sure don't need to be flip flapping your motherfucking lips and telling anybody. Yeah, she owned it and apologized. So that got back to Kristen. Kristen told London, who is Byron's daughter. Mm-hmm. And instead of coming together and saying, we need to talk to Byron if this is the rumor that's going around. Instead of doing that, you bitches, the itty bitty clitty committee, <laughs> go to CC and start charging her up about the shit that Byron said about you. Mm. Help me understand. <laughs> you can't understand the logic of idiot bitches, friend. Like y'all really just getting together and just ganging up on CC. Like y'all really got together when like by the power combined by our HBCU degrees, we're going to get this bitch to fuck up out of here. And I don't understand why your husband, your husband's father loves that woman. He's about to marry that woman. And, and Byron had a point. He's like, you got me out here looking like a deadbeat grandpa, but you're not doing anything for me to help me see the child any more than I am. It's a two-way street, beloved. It goes both ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm really tired of all of y'all flipping everything on CC. CC ain't perfect. She's had her faults and her missteps. And as much as we wish that she would stand up and really properly put y'all in y'all's place, I halfway feel like she doesn't out of respect for Byron. To be quite honest, she does what she can, but she's not gonna go all the way there because she don't want to have to shit for less for lack of a better term deal with Byron. You know, have to to worry about how he gonna react to that because that would be embarrassing to him. Mm-hmm. Although y'all are embarrassing the fuck out of him, how you act, how you treat his woman, and about the grandpa shit. But he was like, okay. You live the same distance from me as I live from you. He's like, I can pull up the receipts of me trying to get in contact with you so I can come see my grandchild. But you don't bring her over here either. 
And as we said in the group chat, use a stupid ass bitch for that. Because what mom has a grandparent two hey. miles away and is not hey. taking advantage of dropping their kid off over there so they can get some rest, run some errands, clean up? Girl, are you stupid? Exactly. Yes, 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 she is. Yes, she's big fucking stupid. And I, because I had to think back about it, but like remembering back to my childhood whenever i used to see my granny it was because we went to her and i would you know spend a night or we would go for dinner or whatever but my granny didn't do too much coming to us on a regular belly on a regular basis she came over here and there you know <clears throat> but for the most part shit, she dropped me off at my granny's and went and did her own thing so I just don't understand what all that belly aching is about, bitch. Don't nobody want to come and lay up in no one and a half bedroom condo. Got the baby sleeping in the closet, bitch. You ain't low. <laughs> you us alone. Byron don't want to come over there because y'all some broke bitches. That's the that's the real that's thing. That's also true. And why would it, why would y'all not take advantage? It looks like Byron and Cece's spot is beautiful. Lit. Yeah. Why would you not want to go over there? And they seem sociable. They yeah. seem like they keep a, a fridge stock. CCB cooking her ass off. I, we we see in this episode. Indeed. Why would y'all not be taking advantage of that? And, <clears throat> hold on. We need to let's circle around a little bit, Thomas. Mm. This episode, I finally, after however long your your dumbass wife has been on here, finally remember your name. Thomas is Byron's son. For anybody who's not following Thomas, oh okay. <laughs> I ain't never know the nigga name. I just learned it this episode, I friend. I got Byron. it. I know. I know <laughs> y'all thought that <laughs> mm -hmm. his name is Thomas. The fact that you are letting your wife get on this show and use this shit as a storyline. Yep embarrassing you embarrassing your father fucking up whatever relationship you have with your father which from all intent and purpose that we can see looks like may not be the greatest or maybe yours is okay and your sister's is not but some something in the milk ain't clean with y'all yeah and this being the second season of this bullshit with y'all it's exposing a lot it's exposing a whole lot to me. And it's not it's Byron not exposing Byron. Uh, yeah, it this didn't just get like this overnight. Yep. And then seeing how your daughter was acting or seeing how London was acting and then how he reacted to her even being in that situation, it's obvious they're not very close. And she is too she having a fit with Cece talking about yeah, I used to work for CC at her medical spa, and I was going through a divorce, and she wasn't asking me how what was going on with that girl. Y'all is at fucking work. Ain't nobody finna sit up and discuss your divorce at work with you, girl. You got a whole ass retired ass daddy at home. Call him. And Call what him to talk about divorce. Leave us alone, girl. Y'all and and Curtis said this in the pregame, and it is completely true. Y'all are the biggest fucking cowards because y'all have issues with Byron, and you're making Cece responsible for him because Byron don't give a fuck and ain't gave a fuck. Nope, ain't played with y'all a day since y'all have known him, whether you his child or not. 
But I knew shit was shaky when he was like, I don't want to go nowhere with them because they always end up paying, even if it's to celebrate me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew then. I was like, something is very dirty with that. And even back then, we said the same. I think we said the same thing. All Cece was was the, the deliverer of the news. Yeah. Cece cannot be responsible for how Byron feels. Like, I don't know why y'all trying to turn Cece into this Medea. She is the newest member of the fucking family. And y'all expect her to come in here and be the matriarch? That's not how that works. At all. Why should Cece be responsible for a grown-ass man? Listen... Like that is that is it. completely and that says a lot about how y'all look at relationships because mm. the fact that y'all expect her to accept responsibility for issues that y'all have with him and that he has with y'all clearly long before she even came into the picture because I don't even know how long they've been together, even if they've been together a long time. <clears throat> like she don't have nothing to do with the issues that you have with Byron because in Paris, was was it Paris? They wherever the fuck they went on in Europe last season. Malaysia was throwing chairs and shit. I mean, throwing tables and shit. Oh yeah, ghetto bitch. Wasn't that Amsterdam? Yeah, yeah, Amsterdam. I think it was Amsterdam. You sat there and you cried about Byron not coming to see your child. You don't give a fuck about Cece in that instance. So if you don't care about her seeing your child as much as Byron. Even though that's about to be his wife, why are you trying to hold her responsible for how he feels it, about it? It feel like they jealous. It feel like they jealous that Byron invests so much more in Cece than he invests in his own kids and grandkids. But again, fair, valid, not Cece problem. Nope. Holding <laughs> Cece accountable for the actions of a grown ass man is why a lot of you bitches continue to lose. Yep. And so then y'all piss they piss me off further because they go tell Thomas about the shit and they lie because Cece apologized for spreading that shit at the beginning of that conversation. Mm-hmm. And they lied like, oh, she didn't she didn't accept responsibility for what she did. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I was like, so y'all just trash from all angles. Talking uh, London, uh, talking about she don't accept responsibility, and I'm just like, I don't know for what. Line. What has she done to accept responsibility for? And not only that, not only you talking about responsibility, nobody accepting responsibility, and when the motherfucker that is the reason that we are here, Christian, is right in your face, and she don't accept no goddamn responsibility for the reason this mess is even a mess in the first fucking place. Nope. Like, bitch, I know you fucking lying. I but see like why Byron. Oh, go ahead, Kurt. Oh, I was gonna say you can tell Byron don't play with their asses. Mm-hmm, I'm and, man, I don't blame and they can't stand it. Right. That's why Byron don't play with their ass because they some fucking bozos. Mm-hmm. But when Byron said, "If I never see Kristen again, I'm fine with that," I mm-hmm. was like, "Damn, that beautiful bean footage is going well." No, do they have reunions on Basketball Wives? Yes. Oh. Mm, that beautiful bean footage is going to hurt. Mm-hmm. If he don't say it to her face, which I low-key am hoping for. I'm going to be quite yeah. honest on that. Yes, because I just want to see her face crack. So, uh, Tammy and Reggie got married and did not tell her daughters. They eloped and they did not tell Tammy's grown-ass daughters that they were eloping. 
again, I have to come back to what I said last week. For as much as Tammy prays herself as a boss bitch, she do not make boss bitch moves. Nope. That is so disgusting. Mm. How do you get married and don't even tell your own kids? And they was letting her ass have it. Like, clearly, her daughters were over her because when she started breaking down, like, I didn't have my kids. I didn't have my kids. You made the decision. And you had to face the consequences. Like, they must have, like, not fucked with her for a good amount of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they cut her deep with that. But, I mean, why would you do something so stupid? And they were like, even if you were going to elope, like, why wouldn't you tell us? Like, okay, we'll get over being disappointed about not being bridesmaids, but to get married and not tell us? Your own ass daughters? Like, girl, we grown. It's not like you got to hide it and and figure out a way to tell us because we too young to properly understand. They grown. And you've been with Reggie for four years. Hell, uh, um, the ugly daughter went with him to pick out the fucking ring. The ugly daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Take them color contacts out your face, girl. You're not doing yourself no fucking favors. Because you still look like Sandy Cheeks in the face. (laughs) Jazz looking like trash. You hate to see it. Sure do. Um, I feel like I said this before, but it bears repeating. Reggie talked like Dr. Heavenly. Um, (laughs) So Jackie's crystal party. Mm. Uh, so Jackie's like, okay, there's an elephant in the room, and you know, let's just talk about it and address it. And Jen, dumbass, getting her confessional, talking about, I know I may be tall, but I'm not no elephant. Girl, what? Shut the fuck up, Jen. Jen, what? If you're not going to fight, you at least need to be smart. You can't be dumb and not throw hands, but want to be messy. Well, we know she's not smart because she got a restraining order on her from a nigga with childbearing hip, so. Imagine. Mm. Imagine you slow dancing with a nigga. You got to put your hands on his hips and he got to restrain in order to wish you. <laughs> Girl. You dip, he dip. <laughs> when I move, you move. Girl, I know you fucking lying. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, so Evelyn had a point. Uh, because we just saw Jen earlier in the episode bring up her mom and like, oh, my mom passing away three years ago. It's changed me. I'm a lot more aggressive. Then you want to get mad that Evelyn is like, you can't be blaming that shit on your mom. Stop blaming that shit on your mom. She turned over in her grave hearing you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I'm not going to discuss that. Girl, you've been blasting it. You, How you tell one person that's your excuse for why you've been doing it, but when somebody confronts you about it, oh, don't, no, no, don't talk about it. Huh? Just stupid and a coward. Uh, mostly a coward. That part. But Shawnee weak, because Jen, you know, mm-hmm. started leveraging tears, and Shawnee's like, I can't stay mad at her when she say that. I have to hug her. I was like, Shawnee girl, fuck you. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about none of that, girl. You none. said what you said. You're going to take responsibility for it, or at least you're going to suffer the consequences for it. And that means I don't fuck with you. End of story. I don't care how many sob stories and boohooing you do. I don't give a fuck about none of that. 
Because to be quite fucking honest, Sean, if you really was like, you ain't gonna fuck with this bitch, this bitch would not be on the show. She wouldn't be on the show. At the very least, you would stand your ground about not filming with her. At the very fucking least. But you don't even do that. I want y'all to stop playing in our faces. Like we knew, we knew you wasn't gonna stay mad at Jen, so I don't even know why I'm I, I'm feeling a way about it. Yeah. How I know is because when you truly don't, when Shawnee truly don't fuck with nobody, with somebody, she don't talk about them at all. They mm-hmm. dead to her. What Tim had said last season, like the mother two girls that had got mad with um Shawnee and wh- wh- where they at, not on this boat. Mm. Like so, we've seen how you act when you truly stop fucking with somebody. So this is not really surprising. It was just weak as fuck to see. Yep. Because Jen was trash for that shit. Yep. And these supposed to be your friends. You gonna you mean to tell me that you grieving over your mom passing manifest into you being a super messy bitch? Right. I've never heard of that before. I guess, but is this supposed to be you just miser- miserable? I don't know. But the shit was whack. So, yeah. That was pretty much it for uh, Basketball Wives, though. Yep. Did they show a preview? I don't remember. They did. They showed a preview of Kristen and OG getting oh. into it, and Kristen thinking that she can beat OG ass, which girl? Kristen, why do you feel like you can fight an orangutan? Why do you feel like that's something that you can win? Why do you feel like you can fight Kristen? That's what I want to know. Because we don't, I don't believe it. No, not at all. I don't believe it. You're a fake ass Huxable. You're not going to tell me you got him. You know, TV. That too. Mm. Too ugly. But actually, both of y'all can retire from being on TV. That's true. Because honestly, at the at the rate you're going, Kristen, I wouldn't be surprised if you being on this show put your marriage in jeopardy. Yeah. Because you are really on here carrying the fuck on with your husband's family, and it is tired and trash. As hell. And the fact that all of these black women are sitting here letting you act like this and get away with acting like this. Like, leave that woman the fuck alone. Let her be over there happy sucking Byron Dick and doing titty steamings at her fucking clinic. Leave that woman the fuck alone. Grow a backbone and take up your issues with Byron with Byron. And it make me feel like it's way more than this because it it just something like this while bad. I just feel like it's got to be more pile on for Byron to be like, I don't even want the bitch at my wedding. That right. is a bold stance to take mm-hmm. in regards to your your son's uh, spouse. Right. That is a hard line. Mm-hmm. And for him to be willing to be like, not only do I not want you on my wedding, but if I never saw you again, I would be one happy motherfucker. And for him to react the way that he reacted, knowing that his daughter was around your ass. Like, this make me feel like you've been toxic for quite some time. Well, this ain't problem. nothing new. Because it wasn't surprising because Kristen, since her inception on the show, Kristen has brought nothing but toxicity to every goddamn body. Yep. Because the state of your relationship with Cece is all really on you. Yep. But I think that's going to wrap things up. So uh, let's see. Buy some merch. 
flawlessnoises.com slash store. Support the Patreon. Get some bonus content from us. It's patreon.com slash flawlessnoises. Check and also, out. Go ahead. Barbie, stop rapping. Yes. Please. www.stoprapping.com slash bitch. You going to jail for back child support, you bozo ass bitch. Well, take a expedition. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. That's what you came for. Yeah. Correct. See you next week. See you next week. Peace, niggas.